0: Don't know if that'll turn up on the Richter scale, but geez. Uh, <laughs> EQZ. Can't pay me, can't e- pay me this morning. EQNZ oh, if you get a in the studio. Oh. Yeah we go. You know, this is an <laughs> insight into what normally happens uh, in North Canterbury when we're not we've got the mics off. Anyway, it's six twenty six, Issy and Kenpi for breakfast. You can call us any time. 0800 150 or to give us a text on the temper bedpost text machine temper and bedpost a range of mattresses and adjustable bases uh, adapt to the exact shape no of smell. your body what are you talking about so you can I'm trying to talk without <laughs> breathing so you can put your head and feet up in comfort and uh, hey, we've got a few texts here a few people suggesting that they think either feed or Blackadder will be called into the squad, uh, which, which for me, is uh, uh, makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm. To be honest, it was something that I hadn't thought about until I, sh- I-, I shared it on Twitter, saying, "Oh, he's out." And people were like, "Nah, they'll get a six.
1: Now, now, Sean's going to wake up and go, "Oh, thanks for getting me excited, Israel." Deflated. <laughs> 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 but what do you think about it? They've got Caleb Clark, they've got Will Jordan, Rico Ioane can shift there. They've got cover at centre. Uh, you know, who else is Mark Talia? Like, there's five gen options here already. Mm. And it's a we're smart move. We're
2: lacking six. It's a smart move to wait till Friday. So, wait till after the game. Sorry. Maybe I'll give Eth a
0: message. Yeah, yeah. yeah flick just it. even it up. <laughs> you just, just make sure, make sure that we're across. Make sure that- Oh, we're, and we're, we're about to cross to France to the man uh, whose voice you'll become very accustomed to over the next six weeks or so, Daniel McCarty, uh, he is our lead play-by-play caller at the Rugby World Cup for SENZ. Uh, bonjour, Mr McCarty, how are you?
3: And to you fellas, bonjour to your, that's the extent of my French, so I don't Saba. go any further, Rick Dog. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop showing off, mate, stop showing off. How you guys doing back there? Nice and cold? It's <laughs> thirty odd degrees as we approach about seven o'clock at night
1: over here. Mate, big yellow is absolutely hissing over there. I've seen all your contact. Keep up the great work, but you look flustered, you look sweaty, is it really warm, is it? Well mate, Izzy, you've seen me, I'm an oddly shaped individual
3: right, i the opposite hourglass, you know, the hourglass figure is what we want, I, I go the other way, uh, I had a bit of a shocker the other day, I, I, I went up to the Basilica in Lyon, um, beautiful part of the world, gives you a wonderful sort of vista over the top, problem is I didn't really follow Google Maps, I went with, I right, hear McCarty instinct here, I'll go, I'll just keep following my nose, problem was I I, I ended up going past the ideal route and uh, taking the back door so to speak, and went up the path that had 800 stairs, Ooh. and unfortunately came down the uh, path that only had 250. So, I, I'm clearly a terrible tour guide.
1: This, this should burn in those calories, my friend, because there's a lot of uh bad cuisine over there croissants and everything above baguettes. Hey, uh, dad, look, there's, there's a lot of hit uh, big news back here with Imani Narawa out, and we've been debating about it. Earlier on in the week, you were at training the other day, and you might have heard a whisper. But I thought it would be like for like—you know, you, you take a winger out, you bring another one back in. But you think about it a bit more—they're lacking in the six positions. Is this a chance for Ethan or maybe Finau to come up?
3: Well, the, uh, Ethan Blackadder was probably the first name I thought of, fellas, mm. uh, and uh, I, I think that sort of crystallised my mind when I listened to Ian Foster saying hey, we're going to take as much time as possible, uh, you know, there's no need to rush to make this decision mm. they, They've obviously got a bit of flexibility Lester Anuku is back, he's on the bench, of course, you've got uh, you know, Will Jordan cover fullbacks? You can probably you know, scratch around with Namibia in game number two to, to maybe give yourself a little bit more time. And, and I'm with you, as I, I, I think if there is one sort of issue with depth and options, uh, it, it might be in that number six position. So either of those two names certainly will be in the reckoning as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But how disappointing. Your heart just goes out yeah. to a morning awara. Mm. Seriously, like within sight of a World Cup, and a back injury rules you out it's cruel it's happened to a lot of players and across a lot of teams but uh you know there is a human element to to all of this we sometimes forget and, and I must admit uh he looked a pretty dejected uh, um, guy uh, when I saw him earlier today uh, as as he knew the news we didn't at that stage but now it's like yeah I can see why he looked a little bit forlorn
2: that was um yeah, bad news for, for, I guess, Imani, but it's got to be good news for someone else there, Dan. What what do you um, your take from being over there, like on the ground, at training sessions? Uh, what's the feeling there? And is there any talk of a, a team that may be ahead of someone else? Or is it as close as what we're all, all talking about down here?
3: Oh, the... the, the, the the general consensus is this is the tightest, most wide-open World Cup that we have ever mm. seen. Uh, that is something we've all sort of uh, discussed in the last couple of months now, haven't we? Uh, the French are quite optimistic, but quite nervous. Uh, I-, I sense when I speak to, um, you know, uh, French journos or fans uh, or even even the people in the hotel, uh, when, it, when, when I pick their brain about mm-hmm. it, uh, that they are... They have high expectations. They know this uh, side has performed very well, but Le Bleu have made you know a number of finals, finals, and never got over the, got over that hump. And until you do, you're always going to have that doubt. Uh, the other thing that stands out here in France. Anton Dupont is just a megastar. Mm. Uh, they, they, they had him in a documentary last weekend, uh, recounted that that wonderful game of footy, guys. You might remember with Intermark scoring the winning try late on. Um, Intermark's try hardly gets a mention in this documentary. It's just following <laughs> Dupont around, you know. Dupont shaking hands with that president and this person, and you know, high five. And then apparently he's appeared in a cartoon. <laughs> to he and and one journalist put it to. Uh, Aaron Smith is direct opposite, that uh, uh, DuPont might be the second most uh, popular or uh, important person in France at the moment behind President Macron. So that sort of sums up uh, and gives you an illustration on the pressure on that young man's shoulders. Now, what has st- stood out for me, and, and Izzy, i have been really keen to get your perspective on this. The All Blacks don't tend to play too many mind games. With all due respect, Izzy, your side has been a little bit dull over the years saying we're only going to worry about ourselves. Yeah. You know, th- those type of lines. What I have really noticed is how often they have mentioned the pressure on France at hosting a World Cup. As um, mm. you know this well, or consuming it, that you can't get away from it. So I wonder if this is sort of just, you know, just, just uh, you know, planting that seed. That's Just offering, uh, you know, f- few words to French journalists who then scurry <laughs> on over to the to the French press conference and probably ask the questions. So that's, that's where the doubt lies for
1: me, uh, Dan. That's that's where it yeah. lies with me. Just they haven't had uh, this amount of pressure on them leading into the World Cup. We knew the French could upset anyone on the given day, but when you're going into a World Cup as genuine favourites in your own backyard, when I rec- recollect about 2011. Mm. You can't get away from the pressure. You've got press outside your hotel. You go for a walk. I got packed going to get a coffee in my tights. And I'm an easy dad, young, dumb 21-year-old. And Anton DesPont's uh, sponsored by a Ferrari. So I can imagine the chaos that is over there. So uh she's full noise, Daniel. We're gonna have to let you go, my friend. We're gonna shoot off, otherwise we'll get a slap in the on the wrist if we get <laughs> late what, to the Ara, news. You
0: know what Araha's like, mate. Yes, you got you gotta be on time. Daniel, stay there actually, mate. We might come back to you just after the headlines. Sure. Uh that'll be fantastic. Of uh, the big news this morning is that Amoni Narawa is out of the World Cup, or the disc injury, no word yet as to who his replacement will be in the squad. Let's get the latest now from Araha on news. Thanks to Kubota, Together We Are Shaping and Building New Zealand. 25 away from 7 on Izzy and Kempe for Breakfast Power. Your business with Bunnings Trade, Power Pass, Sports Headlines. Uh, Bowden Barrett, Will Jordan, Rico Iwani, Anton Leonard Brown, Mark Talia, Richie Mawanga, Aaron Smith. That is your backline for the opening test of the World Cup against France. The Ford pack... Ethan De Groot, Cody Taylor, Nipo Laulala, Sam Whitelock, Scott Barrett, Dalton Papali'i at six, Sam Kane and Adi Savia. The bench looks like this. Samasoni Toki'ahau, Ophatoanga Tuangafasi, Fletcher Newell, Tupu Vaii, Luke Jacobson, Finlay Christie, David Havili and Lester Fangunuku and Moni Narawa out of the World Cup with a back injury. Those are the headlines, trades and builders. Power your business with the Bunnings Trade Power Pass. Uh, we go back to France now. Daniel McCarty, the lead caller for SE, CNZ for the Rugby World Cup 2023, and Daniel, we have had a few texts come through. Uh, one of them from Andy asking uh, about whether or not we're surprised that Lester's on the bench rather than uh, a Damien McKenzie. I guess that's what because you've already got two tens yeah, out there in the tens. starting fifteen.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I've long thought you can't have McKenzie, um, Barrett,
3: and Moanga in a, in a twenty-three. Yeah, I'd, I just I'm not sure it, it makes sense. Uh, You can never do a 6-2 split that way, could you? Um, Which they might do at some stage uh, throughout this uh, tournament. So that's no surprise that they've gone that way. Let's do Nuku. Talk about terrible timing. He was flying. Was there a better player in the country a few months ago? Mm. The way he was going. um, And and obviously uh, dipped out of the game, um, had to wait to come back. Obviously not enough runs on the boards, uh, a bit like uh, David Harvili, uh, as uh, Ian Foster did uh, articulate at the press conference that Harvili just simply has enough game time uh, to consider him as a starter. But uh, I think it's wonderful that uh, Nuku is uh, getting close uh, to returning, what's well, very close, it's just a couple of days out now he, he will make an impact off a bench and he, he's another one who could be a real difference maker, mm. maker, whether it's off the bench or or even starting later in the tournament, which I certainly wouldn't rule out but credit Mark Tiller, probably made every post to winner, isn't he, since given that uh, given that chance
1: Yeah, the wingers picked themselves, Daniel and uh, Leicester who can cover centre as well, I goes, there's a utility factor that will sprinkle throughout Uh, That squad has been named, but there's big, big news about uh, spies, spies over uh, at the World Cup. What's the security like around the the training centres and facilities at the moment? And who is this tier one nation that is accusing many teams of spying?
3: Yeah, I, I, I threw this out last night on World Cup today. Uh, the day It was the Telegraph in the United Kingdom that first had this that, uh, you know, their sources have said one, a tier one nation. Now, uh, the All Blacks uh, were asked today as if they were going to confirm it was them. <laughs> uh, so, you know, M. Foster swatted it away. But, like, can I flip it back on you, Izzy? <laughs> like... Who, who would you suspect? Australia. I would suspect they either wear yellow or white.
1: <laughs> Australia, mate. Australia. I yeah. remember we we're at uh, we we're at Double Bay in Sydney, and uh, I felt like. There was something big going on, and we had all the FBI SWAT team, everything coming in because they found a little <laughs> microphone in one of the seats, and they accused Australia. It was building up to a test match, at uh, one of our bleachers, and it just went absolute ballistic. And they found a headphone. It could have been anyone, but they accused Michael Checker. So it could be I Argentina, it could be, it could be Australia, it could be England.
2: I got a story. I got a, sto- oh, I got a story for that one. I got a story does for that matter? one. But we'll tell it. We'll tell it later. Hey, Snaky, what about um, the physicality of the team? Like, what I would like to know when the, when we talk to you, if we can't get it from you now, but is there a difference in the physicality of the teams? And I'm talking in between we know the South Africans are light because we've just had two games against them. But when the French come out, when the Irish come out, is there an actual visual um, that and, and a, a take you can take on the physicality of those two teams compared to the All Blacks? I
3: I think New Zealand's biggest weakness is probably depth. Mm. Uh, and strength in numbers, we, when I look at Ireland and France, I think they have those, especially in the big rig category. You look how we've sort of uh, given uh, Retallick as much time as possible, Shannon Frizzell as much time as possible. Spare a thought for Paul Willemser, who uh, injured himself, what, Wednesday last week and was, uh, you know, yanked out of the squad in the space of 48 hours because um, Fabien Gaultier, the, the French head coach, wants four locks from the outset. So, uh, Vilimsa, who's what, two metres oh three and about 128 kgs, he's absolutely enormous. So, they've brought him in uh, with a guy who's. Um, I know it's going through the appeals process, so he's st- <laughs> still not convicted, but, you know, a racist thug um, has been brought in, but he's quite a big unit too. So, uh, the more than just. Uh, size. There's great structure to that French uh, side as well. But look, they're missing Cyril Bay. Um, mm. I, I think he's one of the very best Lucia props going around. Uh, he's an enormous loss for them. But you he, he, he still look at that 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 Ford Pat that they'll be rolling out. Uh, Winnie Antonio, of course, what a what a, what a wonderful sto- story he is. Mm. Uh, you've got uh, Vida Wadi, uh, another quality prop that comes in for for Bay. Uh, a pretty um, Gnarly looking uh, second row, uh, a back row. I can't wait for the battle between uh, Ardi Savia and Ulpreet. That's going to be fantastic, the two number eights. Uh, and But France will miss Dante in midfield. Yeah. I really do. I think he's a nice organiser, good d- director of um, uh, things defensively, gets them on the front foot too. So it's not as if uh, France uh, don't have their sort of uh, injury concerns as well. So. Uh, the depth is going to be tested early on, and that what ha- has me a little bit concerned from New Zealand's perspective. So we
1: see a lot of size in that French team. We know how big physical they are, and i have selected Dalton Papali'i at six. What's the chat about with that selection over in uh, over in France? Uh,
3: well, they kind of have. They been forced into it somewhat. Possibly, yep, I think uh, so. Uh,
1: the,
0: mm.
3: Yeah, uh, I think injuries have sort of led them down that track, and, and when I think of the best footy the All Blacks have played this year, um, speed, speed kills, the, the re- speed of the breakdown, recycling the ball and, you know, uh, quick quick passing interchange. I, I'm thinking of the opening 25 minutes against South Africa because yeah. that just stuck out like a sore thumb. I, I think they're looking for that. But is he... Um, and, Kim, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. New Zealand have been a lethal counter-attacking team for years. We turn over possession. We hit teams on the counter. I, I'm, and I haven't done my research, but my gut tells me we we ha, we aren't turning over as much pill as we probably would want over the last uh, eighteen months or so, mm. and haven't been able to launch from that broken play from those those turnover situations. Now you have got three fetches, haven't you? Yeah, that's... they've got three the three features over the ball, so. Uh, maybe that could be a big factor for for, uh, the men in black.
1: That's what I spoke about. Maybe just looking for an opportunity to create more turnovers. I think defensively, we've got to be a bit more aggressive on the line and get off the line and and meet them behind their advantage line. If we give them any opportunity to get over, we're going to have a tough night. But I touched on that at the start of the show. Yep, I think there's an opportunity there to to put pressure on the ball and and create turnovers and, and destroy them there. Daniel, thank you so much, brother.
0: My
3: pleasure, fellas. Speak to you again real soon.
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah, just make sure you get some security around those Pano Chocolats, eh? Uh, <laughs> so that's what you need to protect. I know, I know what that's all about. Uh, 17 away from 7 here on SENZ. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. When we come back, it's Love Racing.